Welcome to the JD Nogafella Top to Bottom Pick'em Podcast. First podcast of the year we missed last week. And I'm here as usual with my partner, my dad, Mark Noga. Excited for this year? Bet. Ready to ready to finish your top of the pack again. Show you how it's done. Well, let's see here. First game, it's it's Saturday afternoon here, so we missed the Thursday game. I ended up picking Tampa in a little bit of a gamble, and I got it right. Yeah, I can't remember what I did there. For some reason, this this year the, the app isn't working properly, so if I submit my picks on the app, they don't take, and i got to go to the website and try and submit them. I remember thinking that uh, Bruce Arians is still a good coach. There's there's no way that they're going to be the same old Bucks, and... Uh, I'd like to see him bounce back. There's no way Winston throws three picks two weeks in a row. No way he throws two pick sixes. So I picked him at one point, but I think I went back to the website and changed to Carolina. That's that's what I did, and they didn't save properly, so Tampa remained my pick, um, which I'm happy that remained my pick. All right, now starting with college, Penn State and Pittsburgh. I feel like this could be an upset alert. But I still went with Penn State as they seems like Penn State their first two games, you know, they, those have been really easy games. Idaho and Buffalo, you know, those are two easy out of conference games. And now you play a much better team in Pittsburgh. It's tough to say, but I'm still picking Penn State. Yeah, I went with Penn State. I don't know anything about Pitt. It's at Penn State, right? Yeah. Yeah. If I don't know anything about the teams that go usually go just the one I know more. And, the home team. The home team. All right, next one, Mississippi State and Kansas State. I just picked Mississippi State. Like you said, I just no clue how either of these teams are. No clue who their quarterbacks are. Uh, I know Mississippi State does have a new quarterback. Their other one, Nick Fitzgerald, he went off to the NFL. But I still picked Mississippi State because they're at home. And, yeah. Yeah, I probably did as well. I can't remember. But I'm going to be doing mine by uh, – I'll be doing my picks by uh, – by memory, because I don't have any, I don't have any phone or laptop in front of me to help me pick. Yeah. So for the next pick, it's NC State or West Virginia. Uh, it says on here that NC State's favored, and that a lot of people are picking them within the pool. But I decided to go with the home team and pick West Virginia. Yeah, I. I I went with NC State simply because West Virginia got embarrassed last week. I couldn't believe it. I picked West Virginia. Just I forget who West Virginia played last week. It was somebody that uh, I thought didn't really deserve. Oh, it was Missouri. Yeah. And I just am not I'm not buying into Missouri. They're middle of the road SEC team. Whatever. They get too much too much love by association with the rest of the SEC. So. Pitt West Virginia and was woefully wrong on that. So maybe West Virginia is worse. Plus, the West Virginia coach left. I I saw him on the sideline for some other team earlier in the year. I forget who he's coaching now, so maybe that's what happened. Oh, Houston. That's what it was. Houston. He left for Houston. Did he? Yes, he, he leave West Virginia, which is a, a legit Power 5 team. They've, they've got some history of being decent. And you go to Houston, what that seems like a step back. Seems like a Jimbo move, you know. Yeah. Jim, Jimbo. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> Texas A&M, not a bad program, but, like, Florida State, they were very, very good. 
ever since he left, I don't know if it's just because if he left or he had a bad recruiting class, but they've just been a complete train wreck yep. since he left. Totally agree. So, whatever, I picked was, uh, NC State because of that. All right, next game, Ohio State and Indiana. I just, you know, Indiana, I said to you this to you yesterday, they always put up a good fight against, you know, the top three teams in the Big Ten, um, or the Big Ten East, which I said Michigan, Ohio State, and Michigan State. They always put up a great fight against those three teams. It seems like they always keep it close, but I just feel like Ohio State's too good this year, and they just have too much talent that they'll be, that Indiana will be overwhelmed. You know, totally agree. USC, BYU. I picked USC here because BYU, they're having, they have a tough schedule. They played the top 15 team in Utah to open up the year. And then a kind of similar situation with Florida State, a Tennessee team that's going downhill rather than up, uphill into a little rebuild era here. But now they're playing USC. Those are three tough games to start the year. But they get this one at home. I picked USC even though they're with their backup quarterback and – I just feel like they're just too much talent. Yeah, I went with BYU because it's at BYU, and I feel like this freshman quarterback has to come back down to earth. He played out of his mind, I understand, against uh, Fresno. Against Fresno. Looked like a senior, even though he's a true freshman. Figured, all right, going on the road, first road game, it's going to be a new experience for him. Maybe he shows a little bit of freshman jitters. So I picked BYU. Well, we'll see. It will be a fun game to watch. All right, Alabama and South Carolina. There's really no explanation for why we both picked Alabama. You know, I just don't see South Carolina beating them for a yeah, while. Plus, I heard South Carolina's terrible this year. <laughs> All right. So, next game, Stanford and UCF. Now, I think this would be an interesting game. I definitely want to watch this game. I, I picked UCF. Because I just, when I watched Stanford play Northwestern, I don't know how Stanford did last week. I think they played like a who cares played, team. No, they played USC and they got, they played them close for the first half, if I remember correctly, and then I turned it off. And then it sounds like in the second half they got boat raced and, <laughs> and USC, USC dominated. So that's, that's why I, uh, I just, that's what, that's when I heard that the freshman quarterback at USC was, just cool as a cucumber and uh all right I just even though I didn't see it I find it hard to believe that a true freshman can do it again yeah well I picked UCF it just doesn't I just Stanford just does not look as good this year especially offensively yeah I picked Stanford in this one because I just I just can't get behind this whole UCF these these upstart non-power five programs I just I don't like them. <laughs> I'm a front runner. I'm sorry. So I picked Stanford. All right. Next game. This is where game day was. Iowa and Iowa State. I just picked Iowa here. I mean, they got. I they feel like their coach is great. He's been there for a long time. I just feel like Iowa is just a better program, and they. I don't know how good Iowa State is. I only watched a little bit of when they played U and I and played terribly. I just had no reason to pick Iowa State, so I picked yeah, Iowa. Yeah, that's true. I remember watching it with you. They didn't, they didn't look all that good against Northern Illinois. Um, yeah, I picked Iowa, too. No, I don't have a lot of good reason. All right. Michigan State and Arizona State. I mean, I just don't know anything about Arizona State. 
they're kind of like the Missouri of the Pac-12, you know. They're a decent opponent to play against, but you don't know anything about them unless you're an Arizona State fan. Yeah, I, I guess uh, according to all the pundits, Michigan State looked great last week. So Michigan State getting better, playing at home. I went with them as well. Yep, no, I picked Michigan State as well. All right, Kentucky and Florida. I picked the upset here because I just thought Florida looked terrible when I watched them play against Miami. But both Florida and Miami looked terrible. And I heard yesterday that you, you Kentucky's backup quarterback isn't, so I'm kind of worried about that. But just Florida seems like one of those teams that, you know, every year there's always a team that uh, starts in the top ten and they end up unranked. I feel like if there's any team to do that this year, it's going to be Florida or maybe Texas. Or Michigan. <laughs> yeah, could be, could be Michigan too. I feel like they might stay in the top 25, but certainly – Certainly need to step up their game. Hopefully this bye week they use it well or something like that. I don't know. Like I, I don't remember who I picked here, but I would. I'm guessing it picked Florida just because UK is the basketball school in my world, and yeah, I just can't pick a basketball school against Florida football. All right. A few more here. Purdue and TCU. I don't want to spend too much time on this one. I picked Purdue. They're at home. TCU. They were good for a few years, a few years ago, but then you know they just always been average since then. Yeah, I picked Purdue too. Not a lot of good reasons. Syracuse and uh, Clemson. Syracuse always keeps it close with Clemson. I would not be surprised to see this one go down to the wire, but I still pick Clemson. They're just too good. I'm gonna say I, I picked Clemson obviously, like everyone I'm sure did, especially after Maryland completely annihilated. Syracuse. Syracuse last week, and then you add to it that uh, Clemson is having to hear how, well, they don't look so sharp, they haven't won, uh, they have won their games convincingly enough, it's probably, I would think that that's irritating them, I mean, they yeah. They played, I don't know if they played A&M at Clemson, was that game at Clemson when they played Texas A&M? Yes. So they play a legit SEC opponent and they beat them By rather easily. Like 21 or something. It might not have been that high because I, I think it was 24 Oh, it was 24 to 10. To 10. Yeah, they, Texas A&M scored a touchdown yeah, with 30 seconds yeah, left. Yeah, I mean, it was a touchdown. So, dominate a game and against a legit opponent and to be criticized for it, I wonder if they just want to make a statement. Yeah. So, anyway, next. All right, so the next game is Florida State and Virginia. I mean, I don't even know what this game's on here. This is a complete who cares game to me. I feel like Florida State's going downhill. They're a good program, but they're just going downhill. And Virginia, I have no clue. I have no clue how good they are. But I know Florida State's bad, and I know Virginia's playing this game at home, so I picked Virginia. Same here. All right, uh, a few more. Oklahoma and UCLA. Uh, I know UCLA, Chip Kelly, he hasn't really done much. I don't really know how good they are, but it's Oklahoma, so I just picked Oklahoma. Yeah, UCLA lost to San Diego State last week for the first they're, time in history of school. Yeah, they're kind of turning into Florida State. And yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how much patience they have for Chip Kelly. I mean, yeah. He hasn't done anything since he left Oregon. Yeah. So. And then uh, even in the NFL, he wasn't that good. Yeah, I think he kind of got a raw deal in the NFL because he was 10-6, I think, two years in a row, but... 
I don't know what they were expecting from him. They're expecting something more, and he just fell apart, and he's never put it back together. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, next one: Texas Tech, Arizona. I don't know anything about either of these teams. All I know is that Texas Tech probably has the better offense because they're a Big Twelve team, and I just picked Texas Tech for no reason. Yeah, I probably did the same thing. Um, Arizona struggled against Hawaii. I guess I did watch a little bit of that game. Arizona doesn't really have that much of an offense. And since Texas Tech doesn't have a that good of a defense, it'll be interesting to see how their offense does. But that's yeah. all I got there. Yeah, that's a who cares. But, all right, so we're about to move on to the NFL, but as we're talking about college, I want to talk about Michigan real quick. So, of course, they don't look too good, but, you know, I've heard that, you know, they're just taking time to get into this new offense, but I am not impressed with the play of Shea Patterson the past few weeks. There's been a few plays where they're like, this is what Shea Patterson could be, and I'm like, wow, he could be a great quarterback, but that's like one out of every 20 snaps. That's not enough. No, no, it's not. Yeah, he has he has been unimpressive, that's for sure. I like, we can see glimpses of what he can be, but just not enough. Michigan's running game with that Charbonnet guy who we got this year, it looks pretty good. I feel like their offensive line's improved. I just feel like Patterson and all the skill position players are kind of feeling out this new shotgun system, which that did not work against Army last week. Fourth and inches, and you go shotgun and you hand it off. I don't get why you just do quarterback sneak there. Yeah, I heard I heard Urban Meyer on the radio the other day. Somebody interviewing him, trying to bait him into bashing Michigan and Harbaugh. And first off, Urban Meyer has been way better on radio and TV than I thought he'd be. So props to him. Yeah, he didn't take the bait, but he had to really try hard not to bash him. He, he just threw out a whole bunch of, well, yeah, they're not they're looking good, and uh, I, I'm not really sure. He, he said something similar to what you just said, something along the lines of it takes, uh, takes a while for a new offense to click. It's not as easy as you think. You know, keep your eye on them, but he point blind did say, I don't know why they didn't get the ball out in space to their athletes. They just have better athletes than Army. And yeah. he, he refrained from killing on Harbaugh, and – I don't know. Harbaugh just hasn't been impressive as, as an in-game coach. Yeah. Like the guy, you know, he's probably an upgrade from Brady, Brady Hoke. Hoke and Rich Rod. But uh, I, at this point, Michigan, everybody is just a step down from Ohio State in the Big Ten. And there's, there's just no way to deny that. Ohio State is just head and shoulders above the rest of the Big Ten, and there's somebody got to step up and otherwise and until they do that you just have to be second tier well hopefully Michigan will step it up as they have a bye week this week maybe they can step it up it's a big game against Wisconsin who they've been they have not allowed a single point yet and uh, they have like over 100 points scored 60 against Central Michigan like 30 so it's like it was like 64 and 34 so they're just under uh, like 98 points total or something against two legit opponents like Central Michigan that's it's not a bad out of conference opponent same thing with South Florida they're, they're always one of those teams that's kind of like UCF where they always end up in 25 or something 
All right, so now we're going to move on to NFL. Chargers, Lions, I pick the Chargers, more talent. Lions, they're just, they're just never really consistently good. Yep, me too. Indianapolis and uh, Tennessee. I heard, uh, so Indianapolis took it to overtime against uh, San, not San Diego, Los Angeles uh, last week, and they looked pretty good. Uh, I heard Rich Eisen say that, you know, I don't care that Angel Luck isn't there. They still have their best off. They still have one of the best offensive lines in the league. They still have T.Y. Hilton, a great receiver. They still have Eric Ebron, a pole brawler tight end. You know, they still have all the pieces to a great team or a playoff contender team, maybe not a Super Bowl team, except the quarterback. And I'll tell you, Jacoby Brissett's not a bad backup quarterback. So they're a team that you know, I think still has a shot at the playoffs. And with how poor their division is, you know, Jacksonville had one good year and they haven't done anything since. Houston's pretty good, and I, I just don't see Tennessee being that good this year. But you never know. They did. They took care of business because the Browns, Tennessee did. Yeah, I, I picked the Tennessee simply because they, complete, they went on the road and completely annihilated the Browns. Yeah. And it's a home game. And I, Tennessee quietly has had back-to-back winning seasons. Yeah. I, I, I could. This is the NFL, man. Any team could win any yeah. week, except maybe the Dolphins. And so I can't. I can't say with. I'd hate to have to pick these games with real money against the line, but mm-hmm. I still want. Tennessee. I picked uh, Indianapolis because I just think that I just feel like Tennessee. If it wasn't for Baker Mayfield's three interceptions that he threw, that. Cleveland might have had a better shot to winning it, especially when two of those, I think, were pick sixes. So. Yeah, going one, but yeah. Anyways, Cleveland needs to do a better job to take care of the football. But anyways, moving on, staying in that division, Jacksonville versus Houston. Uh, I got Houston. I just feel like, you know, they played really well against New Orleans. And if it wasn't for that 62-yard field goal that this guy hit, then, you know, Houston would be one to know. <laughs> yeah, so, I think Houston's a better team there. And Deshaun Watson. Jacksonville, Jacksonville going on the back of the quarterback. Yeah, I'll tell you, he didn't look bad. He had a few scoring drives. I mean, he looked like one of the, you know, better backup quarterbacks that you could have in the league. But we'll see. I mean, it seems like especially when you're a younger guy, you know, backup quarterback comes in and he plays well. It's because no one knows, no one's expecting him what to do. I've never heard of this guy. Gardner Minshew is his name. I've never heard of him. And I doubt, I bet the other team didn't either. So, yeah. It'll be interesting, though. All right, Bengals 49ers. I picked Bengals. They're at home. Uh, Bengals looked pretty good. I think they improved a lot from last year, at least. Um, I mean, Seattle, they, they seem like they're going to be a, a decent, you know, 9 and 17 this year. I'm not saying the Bengals are going to make the playoffs, but I feel like they're going to be a lot better than they were last year. Yeah, I don't like the Bengals, too. I thought I was surprised at how uh, how well they played last week. I forget who they played. But Seattle. I, I heard that Seattle only had had under 200 yards on offense. Yeah. So the Bengals' D must be decent because Seattle, uh, Seattle isn't, a, isn't a weak team. Mm-hmm. So home game. Uh, who's the opponent? San Francisco. Yeah. San Francisco is okay. You still got to show me that. 
Yeah. You still got to show me that Jimmy Garoppolo is your franchise quarterback. Right. He had that great, you know, five games at the end of the year, but those were all trash games. You know, you were already, what, three and nine or whatever. So, you know, it'll be interesting. Jimmy Garoppolo has not proven enough for me to consistently pick San Francisco. Kyle Shanahan has not proven enough either. Their whole team hasn't proven enough. New York and Buffalo. This is who cares written all over it. <laughs> I, uh, New York Giants, not Jets. But uh, the the Bills won their game last week, but they were playing the Jets, and I'll tell you, the Jets did not look good. Maybe, you know, Le'Veon Bell had a decent game, but, you know, if the Jets would have only scored nine points if it wasn't – it would have been ten, actually. Jets would have only scored ten points if it wasn't for that pick six. Um, and then they missed the extra point to make it 17-16 win. For yeah, Buffalo. I heard they cut their kicker after the game. <laughs> Everyone's cutting their kickers now, ever since the Cody Parkey thing happened. I went with the, the Giants. I, I went with the Giants here, yeah, because I just feel like they had a great first, you know, 10 minutes against Dallas and kind of disappeared. So if they could look at that film and see what they did right. And Dallas is a good team. You know, it's a huge step down to play Buffalo rather than Dallas, so... And they're at home. I just put New York here. All right, Dolphins, Patriots. You don't have to spend more time than we do have to yeah. on this. It'll <laughs> be it'll be interesting to see since the Patriots over the last decade plus have yeah Dolph- the, the Dolphins have the Dolphins have, but I, I just don't see them struggling here. But yeah, it would be hilarious. I put so Sony Michelle's on my fantasy team, and I'm worried because he played terrible last week. But, you know, now you're going up against the Miami Dolphins D-line, which is not very good. And you're probably going to run the ball a lot more because they'll be up. So I'm going to keep them in and just hope for the best. Hopefully I can spring a few, you know, 50-yard touchdown runs or something. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Obviously, I picked the Pats. Dallas Redskins. Oh, well, we're on the Pats. Uh, Antonio Brown, want to yeah, talk about him? Yeah, A.B., stupid idea to pick him up. I hear all the business. Well, it was a good business decision. It was low risk. They'll just cut him. Whatever. The guy's a flake. He's he's a millennial jackass. It, disappointing that they picked him up. Yeah, fitting, I fitting that he gets accused of a felony, admittedly in a civil court instead of a criminal court. But whatever. The day after he gets picked up, it was a bonehead move. I, I'm. I, Disappointing. It was gonna be hard to root for the Pats this year because of that. For me, I'll. Uh, I'm still a Pats fan. Still my favorite team in the league. But I feel like you know I'm excited. I'm excited to see what this offense looks like because they look awesome against Pittsburgh. I'm excited to see. Now we're gonna see them against Miami with Antonio Brown. It's gonna be interesting to see how good they are. But I feel like Antonio Brown has been yeah he got a reward for being such a jerk and that reward is basically the Super Bowl ring, you know within the next few years I think depending on how long Tom Brady stays, but it'll be interesting to see how the year goes. You never really know. I feel like Patriots they picked up Josh Gordon a few years ago or maybe last year, and he was you know he was a drug addict and now you turned him into a decent wide receiver. All right, Dallas Washington. Washington looked really good for the first half against a Philadelphia team, which is, they're not bad. But I just picked Dallas, too much firepower. Washington's at home, though, so it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, I picked Dallas, same reason. Minnesota, Green Bay, I picked Minnesota. Everyone thinks, I saw this one of these experts' predictions for the Super Bowl, 
and Minnesota was the runner-up. Minnesota was it was Minnesota and Kansas City, which I don't think will make it that far. But I feel like Minnesota will be a lot better this year than they were last year with a healthy Dalvin Cook. He looks scary against Atlanta. Yeah, I picked Green Bay because I think this is at Green Bay. Yeah, it is at Green Bay. Green Bay's defense looked like it was legit against the Bears. Admittedly, it was the Bears and Mitch Trubisky, Mitch Falsbisky. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, I picked the, I picked the pack. I, I tend to root for them after having lived there for a couple of years. Yeah. All right, Pittsburgh-Seattle matchup of Super Bowl 34, something like that? I don't really know. Who? Seattle and Pittsburgh. I don't know what Super Bowl this was, but this is a Super Bowl matchup that happened. What, what Super Bowl was this? Uh, Jerome, that doesn't matter. Jerome Bettis. Yeah. I actually picked Pittsburgh in this, even though they, I did got, they got embarrassed by the Pats. They'll have a bounce-back game. It's at home. Yeah. And Seattle's got to fly cross-country, play an early game probably. Yes. Yeah. All right, Ravens and Cardinals. I just, I just picked Car- or the Ravens, excuse me, because I feel like the the Lions' defense is a great one for a rookie quarterback to start against, <laughs> and now you're going to a Ravens' defense, which is much better, flying across the country. You know, we'll see how he deals with it. No, no, maybe everyone's saying Kyler Murray's the you know the breakout you know player of the year like Patrick Mahomes was last year. But I don't really know. I just think the Ravens' defense is too good and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm with I'm with you. The Cardinals, I don't believe Cliff Kingsbury is going to have to actually do something with this offense other than tie the Lions at home for me to, to me to think he's got it on an NFL level. Yeah. I heard that, the, heard that they look like the game was too fast for him in the first half. If the game looks yeah. too fast for you against the Lions, then they you're they in didn't trouble. really they didn't really hit full stride until the second half. Their offense is supposed to be a quick no huddle, and they did not really, you know, get in rhythm until second half when they scored eighteen points in the fourth quarter. And they didn't really get that rhythm yet. But if they if they have that rhythm the whole game that they did in the uh, late fourth quarter against the Lions, they could be a legit team this year. It'll be interesting. They have the pieces. You have a Hall of Fame wide receiver. You have a Pro Bowler running back. You have a future star at wide receiver with Christian Kirk. You know, your offensive line's below average, but it's not as bad as the Jets' offensive line. But we'll see. All right, Chiefs and Raiders. I pick the Chiefs, and Chiefs better. That's it. Yep, me too. Broncos, Bears. I think the Bears have a bounce back week. Um, But this this will be interesting. Two offenses that underperformed in week one. Uh, Joe Flacco, he looked pretty good. I said that at school and all my friends were like, what? I saw him make some tough throws that he did not make again when he was playing for the Ravens last year. And, and he seemed fresh. He seemed very... He seemed like he's back in that Super Bowl form that he was, even though people I might get some trash about that. But I just feel like he looked better than usual. Uh, I picked uh, the Bears in this too, but yeah, it'll be interesting. Joe Flacco looks like he'll be a you know top fifteen quarterback at least this year. All right, Rams Saints. This is a rematch of the game last the NFC Championship last year where the Saints got screwed. I picked the Rams because they're at home, but I feel like the Saints will come in. You know, it's a week two matchup. They'll probably be. T- <laughs> They'll probably be fired up to play them, but it's in the week two of the NFL season. That's not a playoff game. 
First off, Saints didn't get screwed in that game. There was a bad call that worked against them. There were also bad calls that worked against the Rams in that game. I'm so tired of the Crybaby Saints and the Crybaby Saints fans and the Crybaby Saints players and coaches about how they got screwed. Whatever. There was plenty yeah, of game left. To, there was overtime left. Yeah. You suck it up. Everybody has bad calls. Go against them. I get I get being disappointed about it for you know about you know a day or two after the game, but when you're still talking about it and it's been and you're changing the NFL rules. That's the dumbest yeah. thing ever. You, Talk about a total overreaction, changing the review policy. Now, now I actually saw a, a coach challenge a play for a penalty that wasn't called last week. So the challenge is... I saw a lot of that. You didn't call pass interference, and you should have. I mean, this is stupid. Come on. It is remarkable, especially on the pro level, how often these guys get calls right in real time and you're thinking how did they get that right they're yeah. pretty good at their jobs generally when they miss one you know it it's just the same thing as guy missing missing a touchdown catch that he should have made or fumbling, does, doesn't mean that you should shouldn't or snapping over the quarterback doesn't head. mean that you should change the rule let's say you, like you said dropping a touchdown pass that's wide open oh i challenge it he should have caught that so that should be a <laughs> touchdown <laughs> yeah soon this the football will turn at the pro level. It'll turn into basically flag football, and you know, a guy drops a touchdown pass. Oh, you should have had it. I'm gonna challenge that. Challenge is overturned. <laughs> touchdown. That's that's that, that's on the pace we're on right now. A, bit, a bit of a strange analogy, but I get where you're going. <laughs> the uh, so I I picked the Rams in this one uh, because it's at the Rams. Yeah. I feel like they're both good teams, and the Rams were not impressive against Carolina. And then Carolina losing at home to the Bucks. Uh, obviously, we're doing this after that game happened. Um, makes me think. All right, you you kept Carolina in a game. Admittedly, it was cross country trip for them. Maybe the Rams aren't aren't uh, aren't that good, but still, I picked them there at home. Yeah. They still have all the pieces. All right. Sunday night game, Falcons, Eagles. I don't want to spend too much time on this one. I think the Falcons have a bounce back week after a terrible week one. It's in Atlanta. Uh, Eagles, I just didn't think they looked as good as people thought they'd look. I still feel like they're going to be an over 500 team in a wild card in the playoffs. But nothing much better than that. Who'd you pick? Falcons. Wow, that's kind of a bold pick. I picked the Eagles just because... The Falcons look so terrible. It's at home. Yeah, this I don't know. I think Dan Quinn's still the coach, but he's just gone downhill ever since that Super Bowl loss. It's been yeah. that. It's been like <laughs> NFC Championship. Then then you were got out in the first round of the playoffs. Then, you know, now, then you didn't even make the playoffs. Then you went under 500. This year, what's going to happen? Is Matt Ryan going to blow out his knee? Are you going to be 3 and? Three and thirteen or something. I don't know. <laughs> we'll yeah, see. They, they looked awful, and then in, in the second half, at least Carson Wentz looked phenomenal. So, yeah. since I happened to catch a little bit of that game and see Carson Wentz just carve up Washington, I picked the Eagles. Yeah, he he killed your fantasy team. Uh, Mahomes was at like twenty five points for you. Wentz was at like five, and Wentz had an amazing second half. To make it like thirty three to thirty one at the quarterback spot, Mahomes to uh, Wentz. Yeah. But all right, Monday night game, last game we're gonna talk about Browns and Jets. I just feel like since the Jets you know don't have their starting quarterback for at least this week, and uh, they didn't look too good in the first place against uh, Buffalo. Uh, 
And the Browns didn't look good either, but I still put the Browns. Yeah, I think the Browns is a smart pick here. They come in at full strength. They probably have a little chip on their shoulder because they talked so much smack in the offseason and then got embarrassed in week one. I put all that stuff together. It seems like the Browns are the smart pick. I picked this before I heard about uh, Sam Darnold being out, and I picked the Jets. I picked them mostly because I want You can them. change that pick if you yeah, want. Yeah, I know, but... Whatever. That that requires more work than I want to put into it. Especially with uh, this app. Yeah, especially with shout out you to CBS, know. your app stinks. Why is it not why is it not working? It's worked fine for a couple of years. Just just in case you're listening, that's you are, but You should be. Um but anyway, uh I just uh I'm actually before I knew that Darnold was out I didn't feel like the Jets were awful. It would start to click a little bit. Darnold's still a talented quarterback. It's at the Jets. It's a must-win for them uh, if they want to remain relevant for this season. So, And I want the Browns to lose, not because I actively root against them. I just feel like they're behaving like complete knuckleheads, and they need to be humbled a little bit so they can behave like professionals. Yeah. And, and you know, turn that organization around. The organization is such a disaster I think they, you know, they ended the season with. Were they, they didn't have a winning season last year? They were like they, six, seven, and one, or something like that. Whatever. So they're let's six, say let's eight, just one. say they were seven, eight, and one because that that. Oh, that's 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 what it was. So they're yeah. seven, eight, and one, which means they've won what eight games in the last three years. Come yeah. on, you know, you, you need to quit talking trash and behaving like knuckleheads if you wanna if you wanna be a professional team. In this first-year head coach, whole bunch of new players, marginal offensive line, you put all these things together, have a little humility, for goodness sake. Yeah. And it, it irritates me a little bit further because having a 13-year-old son that plays football and being around all these kids your age that play and younger and older, I They're see, just they, I, I all see these... they, they emulate what they see on TV from these elite NFL players and even elite college players. And when when they behave like jerks because that's what they see, and it's hard as a parent to convince your kid, hey, you can't behave like that. That's mm-hmm. when they see those those players being elevated Girl, both in terms of their 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 media plat or their media profile and so forth. It drives me nuts. Yeah, so anyway. I heard Colin Cowherd say, or maybe it was Bill Simmons. I forget. Um, they were talking about I want to wake up in the morning. And this is when Antonio Brown was still in the Raiders. I want, if I'm John Gruden, I want to wake up in the morning and have to only worry about myself. I don't want to have to worry about another grown man who can take care of his own business. You know, I don't, I don't want to have to worry about Antonio Brown, you know, because he doesn't like his helmet. <laughs> yeah. Or because... Yeah, I, I, it sounds familiar. I remember who... I, 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 I recall somebody saying something but similar, but yeah. It's just... Turning into, you know, NFL... It's, it's a TV show, I, I guess you know. It, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's turning it, into like a... TV show now. Yep. Alright, so I, I went with the Jets, even though that's not a very smart pick. Alright. Well, real quick, before we sign off here, uh, the... We always we did this last year, and we were talking about who we think that the uh, breakout players would be. I think you said Mahomes, so you definitely own that one. <laughs> and then I think I said James Conner, which that wasn't too bad either. Um, Alright, so who do you think, you know, it doesn't have to be a rookie, like James Conner and Mahomes, they were both, 
you know, second or third year guys who are just sitting behind Le'Veon Bell and Alex Smith, just waiting to get the start. So who do you got? I'll give you the first pick. Boy, this is a just you, you, you got a you, sneak peek you, too with you, week one. You got me uh, off guard here. I didn't prep for this. Uh, my show prep was quite limited today because I was making breakfast. <laughs> um. I don't know. Based on week one, I would say if Melvin Gordon stays uh, stays held out, it's going to be Austin Eckler. I guess some people would argue that, well, he played before and you have reason to believe he's good. Well, whatever. He hasn't been the starter before. If yeah. Mel- Melvin Gordon continues this kind of foolish holdout, I'd say Austin Eckler. That's my he, he's He's a good one. I, I would say Marquise Brown. I feel like he could be, you know, that Ravens offense with not very many playmakers. But I, I'm, I'm gonna go mine with Lamar Jackson. That's a good one. Yeah. I like Lamar Jackson. Uh, everyone might say, "Oh, Lamar Jackson was great at the end of the year last year. He took him to the I forget if they went to the playoffs. He took yeah, him to, I think they took him to the playoffs. Blah blah blah. You know, he, he was good. Yeah, I think they lost to the Chargers in the playoffs. Yeah, they got humiliated you go. though. They got, go. I mean, the Chargers. I think they played something like yeah. seven DBs and just completely stymied. Jackson and you're and that's you're right. If if he worked hard in the off season and has been studying film and doing all the things they say that these guys have to do, like he, if, if he's I, even half responsible yeah. for how that offense performed against Miami, then he's made great strides. I feel like he. So yeah, Marquise Brown. I feel like he could be an option. But I looked at his stats the other day. He only had four receptions, and two of those happened to be touchdowns. Long ones too. Yeah. So like four receptions, you know. Devontae Adams had four receptions. He only got 36 yards. Right. But I think Lamar Jackson. But That's a good one. I think Lamar Jackson one. because I, I heard that, you know, he didn't. He uh let's he was like a running quarterback last year. You know, he almost ran for 1,000 yards or something. And I'm thinking, and I think Colin Coward said this, he's not a franchise quarterback if he's going to be running around and taking shots like he is. Right. He'll soon get hurt. But he turned into like a pocket passer field general last week against the Dolphins. If he can be become more of a passer and, you know, kind of like a Cam Newton guy who only takes off when no one's open and he sees a hole wide open in the defense, I feel like he could be a huge huge, huge player surprise. this year. Yeah. That's a good one. Alright, well that will conclude the first uh, the end of our first podcast. Yeah, and for our thousands, if not Tens of thousands of listeners. <laughs> We're here to give you give a, a suggestion. If you're gonna go cord cutting and you want to buy a, a streaming package that has incredible sports pack add-on, PlayStation View is the place to go. That's right. Couldn't believe it. I, Not I, sponsored. Yeah. We'll take a sponsor. <laughs> we'll take a sponsor. Yeah. So all you people at Sony, give us a shout if you'd like to give us some of your money to promote you. Um, our Seriously, unbelievable. I, I can't believe it. Uh, the uh, the sports pack has every single college game you can imagine on it. Even uh, if you're an Indiana State fan, com- it'll have an Indiana State game on. Comes with Red Zone. Comes with uh, the Longhorn Network, the ACC Network. BTN. And just crazy. And every derivative thereof. Well, I remember we were scrolling through all the games, and one of the games was like Eastern Michigan versus Marquette. We, we could have watched the University of Incarnate Word against the University of Texas San Antonio. <laughs> ESPN Goal Line, which if you don't know what that is, it, uh, it's basically NFL Red Zone for college. And if you don't know what an NFL Red Zone is, 
NFL Red Zone is a channel that these has are no guys, co- These are good. They know what Red Zone is. <laughs> okay, if you don't know what Red Zone is, you shouldn't still be listening. Okay. Well, <laughs> thanks for listening in, and we'll see you next time. Bye.